Yeah. Huh? That's like two. The lovely thing about being the engineer is I can control the mix and That's right. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Cross Baltic. This is our special Christmas edition with our wives. A rump a pump. Merry Christmas. Hey, no, that's got to be a little more Jamaican. Okay? No, it doesn't. Rump-a-pum-pum. Merry Christmas. So we, we had this big uh, meal all spread out. We ate. We're full of food. Now we're on to our coffee. We're ready to have a show. Well, some of us on the coffee. I'm still on to other things. So let's go around the room. Let's go around the room real quick. We got Jenny Sumter. We don't care about Passa. We got Jenny Sumter. She's my lover. We got Sharon. Hey, wait, wait. Oh, I'm going to do her bio. Okay, you do her oh, bio. Oh, well, okay. She was born and raised outside of Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was really lonely for about 14 years. I don't think so. <laughs> Until she met me. <laughs> now she's the mother of my four children. How about yes. that? A few, with he- a, few, a few others with the Lord in heaven. Amen. And um, she got a haircut yesterday. Woo! Looking good, Jenny. Yeah, for Christmas. Christmas. Amen. Wow. And uh, she's a fourth grade teacher. Yep. Okay. She teaches our daughter. Yeah. 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 Last she, year. And, and we, we got a pink slip uh, this week. And I'll tell oh, you, you're welcome. I'll tell you, you're welcome. I appreciate it. I really do. I love, I appreciate the communication from the teacher there. And, um, but man, it's getting hard to spank my nine year old. What you mean? You know? You know what I'm saying? What do you mean? Uh, she's getting older, and she's just she's a pretty obedient child. Yeah. But it's getting harder. To we doing that here, Gabe? All right, right, right now, really? Let's move on. Right now, let's move on. <laughs> Are you done with the bio? You're welcome. Yeah, I guess. Thank I mean, I, this was not about you. This was about my wife. I didn't did, did make it about me. You didn't do a story about <laughs> your like, wife. It's about my daughter. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Yeah. Jenny right. gave her a pink slip. All right. <laughs> Who you got with you? I have the lovely Sharon Shannon, um, who I met in Sunday school in Minneapolis. And uh, the Lord Mm. thought that I needed some sanctification and gave me this lovely lady. Oh, such a casting over this one. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) This is for you. Was it love at first sight? Uh, yeah, actually, it yeah. really was. Yeah. For uh, you or for her? The question I, I, was for Sharon. No, she wasn't in love with me at the first sight. Okay. She was about to punch me in the face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, how old was I? Nine? I think you must have been nine. And she was walking into the room in Sunday school, and I said, hey, Miss Pretty. Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> she was like, he's young. Knox is like, hey, I lost my number. Can I have yours? <laughs> no. She's that nine-year-old. Yeah. I'll be 11 next year. <laughs> that nine year old. I was at that year. You're, you're lying about your age. I knew she was older than one. You're lying about like, your age. No. <laughs> I'll be 11 next year. It's not that big of a deal. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So she wants to talk That's about great. you. Yes. What you got going on? So I got my lovely wife here with me, Annie. Annie Wrench. Um, yes. And she does live with me. Oh. Yep. All the, all the time. <laughs> yes, she does all the time. Every day. <laughs> and oh, uh, uh, I actually... I I met for you, I met her dad first. So when we moved to Mo- I moved to Moscow, I was living with my brother, yeah. and I was just I was at, I was in college. I mean, it, it, we, we would if Annie would have met me at y'all's age, this never would have happened. Okay? <laughs> Let me just put it that way. <laughs> it never would happen. So when I get here, my brother's like, "Hey, you should meet with our college pastor and and, and meet with him." And so I started meeting and, and discipling with her dad. Her dad was our college pastor, and after about two years of of working with him and discipling with him. I met his daughter, and after that, by that time, he had known everything about me. I mean, he knew more about my deepest and darkest secrets than my dad knew. Right. And so it was, it, was, it was pretty risky. And I remember uh, in January <laughs> so, going and talking to her dad and asking if I could date her. 
and 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 Matt just laughed. Like that was like, that was there was no words there. It was just it was just a big belly laugh, and I was just like. It, you don't understand the courage that it takes to come in here. It's like Gabe, God sent you to me to sanctify me. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and was he was he just, surprised. Um, yeah, I think I don't know. I, I mean, I, I was should he ask him about because, that. Was he laughing because he knew it was like, yeah? I should ask him why he laughed. I really should. Yes. I've never asked him that. Um, and Matt, then, and then Matt, Matt told me he's like, you know, Annie doesn't want to date anybody right now. I'm like. Okay. <laughs> but I'm He's here. like, yeah, I was like, but I do. <laughs> He's like, don't worry about it. She doesn't want to date anybody right now. So um, long story short, it took me about eight months to convince her to start dating me. And uh, and then after about <laughs> six weeks of dating her, I was I was just like convinced. And so I, I, I popped the ring on her. Man. So she hates that part of the story that it went from I do, I dating do. To engagement I in six weeks. I specifically asked him not to. And it's then, true. And then he, he, that, he, he that's how he does it. I know how he does it. He does the same thing to all of us. It's so true. <laughs> every every yeah, show. He's like, he's like, guys, let's do this. And we're like, we don't want to do that. And he's like, we're doing And then in the middle of the he show, just he just does, does it. it. He just does it. Yeah. And it's that's true. funny. I, I guess I do see a pattern there. <laughs> There's a pattern. Sort of like a, What's that? So great. What'd you say? Oh, maybe I, I won't say it on the show. No, you can. <laughs> it doesn't embarrass me. No, not about you. It's oh. about your child. Okay. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> oh, does oh. the same thing. What is, what is, what is this? It's what is this? Okay, so oh, these are doing, these are cross Baltic hoodies. You guys got that's oh. a Christmas present there. Hey now, wow. cross Baltic hoodie, baby. You just take this thing back. when you want to talk. Whoa. You just take this mic from me whenever you ready. You guys to can order these online. That's lovely. <laughs> Thank you, good. Isn't that great? This is like my Christmas bonus. It's nice and thin. <laughs> wow. Bonus. Yeah. I got, I got a, I so the new bonus. ones, yeah. the new ones, I actually redesigned it. So those aren't live in the store anymore. The, the, the new ones actually got Fight, Laugh, Feast on the back. Okay. So oh. I thought I thought after kind so, of seeing them, I was like, you know what? I think we need to make an adjustment here. So this is the old So one? these are the these are the old, original ones. Oh, nice. There you go. Okay. All right. So I got Can a they, box. You can't get these anymore? No. Because it's Fight, Laugh, Feast now on the back. Oh, oh, so what's yeah. on the back? Of, oh, that's the, the sticker on the back. Yeah, oh, so, so I, was, I kind of looked about it. I was like, that's that's cool, but yeah. I thought yeah. Fight Laugh Feast is better. Fight Laugh is much better. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. so right. I got a so, box thanks. in the mail what, what you got? this past week from Founders Ministry. No. Yeah, they sent us a swag box. Uh -oh. More cigars? And so I opened it up and it says, <laughs> I just got a, so this is lovely. We what? love cross politics. Oh. That is that is awesome. Nice. Great. So I don't even know what's that's, in here yet. That's probably Hannah Askell, right? You know what? Or it's Whitney. So oh, okay. she does. Oh, Whitney! But they're, okay. they're great people. So, Should yeah. I open this? Go ahead, open it up. I don't yeah, know what it. all this stuff yeah. is. It's just oh. goodies. Just this present. This is oh, fantastic. Look at this. There you go, Founders oh, Mug. Oh, Founders. All right, Founders oh. Mug. I got a few of those. You guys. All right, here we go. There you go, baby. Pass that down. Shows. Merry Christmas, Founders. Did, did, did we send them anything? Uh, Gabe is in charge of that. I, um. Did you? Uh, <laughs> Can we not do this on air? <laughs> this is payback. Hey, look at that, man. Their their mugs oh, are kind of. You know what? You know, their, I know. Their mugs are kind of like that's styling. I like them. That's styling. Yeah, no, I don't know. They sent a bunch of Baptist shirts. They sent a bunch of Baptist we need to, shirts. We might need to work yeah. that up. We need to work that up. Yeah, oh, we need to talk to whoever's doing their uh, their <laughs> mugs. Did did they send any uh, infant baptism shirts? No, but <laughs> baptize your babies. I got. All right, all right. I'm just gonna do this because. You're so feeling the spirit. I'm serious. Like, right now, right this minute, we're yeah. opening up Founders Presents. Yeah, yeah. And I just got a text from Jared Longshore. Oh, oh. nice. Wishing us all a Merry Christmas. That's awesome. That's the Lord right there. Yeah. He even hey. sent, he sent us a, a Christmas poem. 
Did no. he really? I'm gonna stop. Read it, read it on air right now. I'm gonna read it. I don't even know what it's about, but Jared, it better be good. It better have no cuss in it. Did it come with tobacco? It looks good. It says it's called Emmanuel. Wonder filled the air that night. God above looked on the sight. There he saw virgins' pain, shepherds filled with fright. God in the womb, can it be? From the spirit she's conceived. Very God at her breast. What a mystery. Mm. Emmanuel is his name. God with us born to reclaim. Sinners lost, rebels dead. Thus he took our frame. As was he in virgin's womb, so he in a virgin tomb. Wrapped in cloth, birth and death. God now in our room. So we sing with Christmas cheer, calling all the earth come near. Eat fat meat, drink sweet drink. God with us is here. Oh, that's Aww, really amen. good for a Baptist. Amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> they want all their gifts yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's great. Awesome. Hey, hey guys, you know, cheers, cheers, cheers. cheers. Merry, cheers. Christmas. Yeah. Christmas. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, yeah. Merry Christmas, hey, there we go. Cheers. Cheers. cheers, cheers. So you guys know that this cheers. is our fourth Christmas um, together, that's and a, this that's is amazing. Isn't that incredible? Mm. Um, well, our first Christmas show in, uh, together was with our wives in 2016. Wow. And then we did another show in 2017 with the wives at Christmas. And then 2018, we took, we took that year off. And then now here we are, 2019. Wow. Four Christmases together. God has been really good to cross politics. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. the, the people who have joined, the members that have joined. We, we doubled our club membership this last year. That's, which is, it took us... Two or three years to get to where we got, and then we doubled our club membership last year. And wow. so, can we talk about some of the exciting things coming next year? Let's do that real quick. So, okay. um, uh, as we firm up plans, um, we're actually going to be rolling out uh, a couple things this next year. One is we're actually planning our first Fight Laugh Feast conference. I'm so excited about that! In in Nashville, Tennessee, October first, second, and third. Is it for sure? It, we have the reservation for the building, and so we, there's a couple details we still need to work out. But oh, um, that that conference is gonna blow up. Mark, so we're gonna fight. We're now. gonna laugh and we're gonna feast at that conference. It's gonna be ex- super exciting. Do, do so. we have some of the speakers that are gonna be there already that we have? Uh, uh, well, I, well I, I haven't firmed everybody up, so I, need I heard it. Dave, David Shannon's gonna be there. Knox is behind, be the <laughs> no. behind the camera. No, all the network is gonna be there. And Lord willing, we're actually gonna add a couple more shows to the network this yeah. year because we're rolling out our app. Hopefully, Lord willing, in January. Oh, and so when we roll out our app, we have a couple more shows that in the queue that we want to add yeah. and everything to to the network. So there's that, and then of course there's our East Coast tour that yes. we're working on with G3. I got some great um, interviews that we're lining up for going up to Nashville. First, we got G3 itself. G3, out, yeah. G3 is gonna be crazy. Yeah, I'm excited to uh, kick it with uh, Virgil Walker and Daryl yep. and uh, oh. uh, those boys out there. Yeah. We're gonna have some fun uh, after after shows. Vody at night. Vody, be our boy Vody, James yeah. White, James White. Yep. Yeah. Uh, who else is gonna be? Josh Bice, of course. Well, uh, Tom Askell is Tom gonna be there? I don't know. I, you know what? He I was think supposed to be there, but he was supposed yeah. to be there. But after the fall, I I I um need him to heal up. Yeah. So right. I'm, I'm not mad if right. he doesn't make this one. Uh, he gets better. Right. He's got some things. Uh, part two of even what they're doing after the Founders Doc. That right. That needs him. I I'm, I'm gl- I know G3 needs him. Yeah. But I need. But you need more, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, if you guys are going to be out, actually, at the G three conference, you know, look us up. Email us. January, January sixteenth, seventeenth, eighteenth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to be up in Nashville, DC, and New York that following week. And so, if you guys want to connect with us as we can make it fit, love Driving to hang out. Towns, hanging yeah. out, doing lunch. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And then, am, am I missing something there? 
We got tons more club content that's going to be rolling out yeah. in the new year. Um, the app, the conference. The conference is crazy. I'm super excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, that tour, hopefully that tour is, you know, we're going to try and uh, document as much of that tour as possible. So yep. a lot of fun interviews just in the car. Yep. Um, a lot of daily content going up. Exactly. Our whole goal this coming year is to get to a daily Point that we're pushing out content. Yeah, and as uh, if, and as you guys have noticed, we're actually me and Toby are going to be doing uh, cross politic daily news briefs every every day Monday through Friday as we're able, um, and and that's another exciting huge. addition. We're trying to plot. I mean, someone tweeted at, actually back at me saying, "Hey, thanks for plotting." Yeah, um, it was specifically uh, referencing the daily news briefs and everything. So we're trying to grow and do more, especially this next year. This will be our we're going into our fourth year. Really, actually, wow. it'll be September. will be our, going into yeah, our fourth year. Right, right. Um, you guys but, remember, I remember last year one of the things um, I got I got to admit there's a I'm grateful for you brothers there's a lot of things that I haven't had faith to believe God for mm. <laughs> right? it's just like I'm just gonna hold on to your coattails and just say okay like just seeing the club membership grow like that has been an amazing miracle I, I, that's not something I I would have yeah. vision to see and yeah. Gabe and, and Toby you guys have been like just believing God for those things and I remember we started off the year. One of the things that we were looking to do was like, let's believe God for something big. Yeah. That was one of the things that, and it was like a lot more prayer. We met with life. John Crawford. We yeah. had John yeah. Crawford come out yeah, and do it. a bunch of consulting with us. Yeah, that's right. And but that, yeah. and then having a, a much more extensive prayer life. And I can say that God has really answered those two prayers for us at Cross Politics, but even for myself too. Just uh, trouble helps. You know, trouble uh-huh. <laughs> trouble, yeah. trouble, sure. trouble helps yeah. you pray sure. too. So God sure. has given it in ways I probably wouldn't want, yeah. but it's been really good to have one way or the other. You yeah. know, so I'm I'm grateful for that. So I'm just look just looking back over yeah. here. God has been super kind to us, and yeah. wow. Yeah. And, and our club members don't know how much they've blessed us. So really, oh, really huge. appreciate you guys. Yeah. Thank uh, you. And if you've been watching on the sidelines and you've been thinking about it, I mean, hey. Mm-hmm. We want to grow even more this year, yeah. Yeah. and we would love for you to jump on board, join, yeah. Yeah. join, and uh, and help us uh, just, continue to grow. Just to give you an idea where my my Joel Olstein prayer life is going. Uh, oh, is, what? <laughs> never what? mind. Never what? mind. Huh? No, never mind. What? That's bad. Dry uh, water. What? Uh, you know. So the Blaze <laughs> Network has a hundred thousand um, club members, yeah. and that's that's where we need where I want to go. Yeah. Would be incredible. So, so what, one of the things. This is our Christmas show, so we kind of. It is what it is. We, we're we're, we're kind of talking. We're hanging it's just out. Us. It's yeah. just us. And but one of the things I wanted to recap uh, this last year with the founder, the, the founders doc that you were involved in, actually, I think is a lot bigger than everyone realizes. I'm um, talking about critical race theory, <laughs> making the connections of the problems that it is in the Southern Baptist Convention and in yeah. certain seminaries and certain churches and everything. Um, I thought I, I would love to actually to kind of get a insider Knox recap. To kind of the making of the founders documentary and how it's actually also in relationship to that, how it made you think, um, I think, more biblically about critical race theory and the move that that's actually playing in the church. Yeah. First, I kind of want to talk about um, the Cine Doc concept and idea. Uh, That's kind of caught some attention. Like, what is a Cine Doc? What is that? Mm -hmm. And ultimately, there's a. In films, we understand there's an arc to a story. We understand characters in a story. And we understand that that usually at the end, it's going to wrap it all up and point to something that was back at the beginning. Most of the time with documentaries, that's not the case. It's just a bunch of information here. And then you come off and they just tell you everything to think. And then then you kind of walk away and apply it however. Right, exactly. But, you know, the way that I looked at this was that I wanted it to have all the elements of a feature film that I'm just capturing. So, you know, if I was going to cast this person as that person, you know, 
I wanted to look at it like that's the character for this, and that's who here's the, the hero type, and here's the you know um, here's a, the unexpected person that gets turned, you know, or the the scope of the story where it's like I didn't know that the beginning had something to do with the end, and like oh wow, and then it's so. I wanted to be able to – that happens in real life constantly. We live like God, that. God does it all the That's time, just, right? Yeah, it's just yeah. the story that we're in. And so I felt like I could just turn on a camera in a particular situation and be able to capture that and then put it together and see those narratives. And so the doc is just that. It's, it's trying to be very much cinematic in its storytelling and not have like a narrator tell you all the things and look here and do that. Make and, the connections and for make you. Make the connections for you. It's yep. really a, a process of you making the connection just from the story that's taking place. And boy, did God deliver on that. <laughs> so a lot of times where I thought the story was, where I thought the thing was that was big, was not the thing at all. Yeah. You know, critical race theory intersectionality wasn't what this film was about. Mm. That wasn't the goal of this film going in. Mm-hmm. We were really trying to look at feminism creeping in. It was really a point back to Battle for the Minds, the original, mm-hmm. uh, for the Southern Baptist Convention and the um, – Conservative resurgence. That was right. that was kind. Of, we were trying to do that number two. Okay. But what came out of that? What came out of looking at those things? Like there's something else driving all of these different things that are that the Southern Baptists kind of are um, are uh, dealing with. Yeah. And so uh, that was our story. Really got turned after the trailer because I would have kept going that way had not t- had not God taken everybody who I was using for the narrative away from me. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> because the trailer launched and went public yeah. and then a bunch of people who were part of the documentary at that point yeah. pulled out and said I don't want to have anything to do with this. Right, exactly. Yeah. And that was before even the Den Hollander stuff happened. Yeah. So right. we had people dropping off before the Den Hollander stuff and then right. validating oh. their reasoning afterwards. So, so, like, so like half or three quarters of your cast yes. walked off set. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> hey, I don't want to be in this film no more. <laughs> I'm done. You were one of my heroes. Yeah. Uh-uh. You know, and so I'm yeah. sitting there as a filmmaker, as a director saying, yeah. okay, so what's my story well, now? So who all pulled out so at you, that moment? Uh, you had Owen Strand. Yeah. He pulled out. You had Mark Dever that pulled out. Um, was it uh, Danny Aiken had pulled out? Yeah. I can't remember if it was, um, it might not have, was it Allen that pulled out? Maybe uh-huh. not Green, Allen or Greenway? Uh one of them, all of the profe- all of the presidents of the seminaries were in some way agitated by this film. So even even Al Mohler, um, not at that point. Yeah, maybe. Al Mohler, he made some public statements that were kind of uh, semi kind of th- semi discouraging. I, I a felt little like bit or he threw Tom Maskell under the bus when yeah. he could have offered an opportunity. I, to I help tweeted him. at Al Mohler when he did that. Yeah, I think he could have. Like, I think that because there was nothing that any of these guys said that. It was how the images came together and how the story was being told that they didn't like. That's true. They hadn't said anything. I was sitting there watching this guy just go through just the raw footage and just watching their interviews. Right. They hadn't said anything incriminating. They were only speaking with was Or that was mean-spirited. All of the people who dropped out, they hadn't said anything mean-spirited or like, you know, personal attacks on anybody. They were just speaking simple biblical truth, like one-on-one biblical truths. But even then, they were just like, "Nope, don't want to be, don't well, want to have it on on film." I, saying that, I think I think we talked about this when you when the when the trailer dropped. But I think the thing that got everybody riled up was that it was clear from the trailer that uh, you wanted to rumble. Yeah. Yes. There, there yeah. Were, there, we we want it. We want to fight. And then I don't mean that in a nasty way. I just right. mean that in a in a godly Christian way. Like that's right. Hey, brothers, we're we're, we're gonna we need to we need to talk about this. Yeah. And yes. it's going to be straightforward, and we're not going to beat about around the bush. Right. I mean, there's not going to be a bunch of flattery and a bunch right. of you know a bunch of you know 
you know, kissing each other's rings. Yes. It, it, no it, ring kissing. No, That's we're, right. we're, we're going to have a straightforward man to man conversation about this. And I think that was communicated in the tone, which yes. is why I think that's why I think when you, when anybody pointed out what, what was, what was the problem? It was everybody fell back on. It was the tone. Yeah. That's the, right. The tone of it's it just the tone so just mean. seemed, it just seemed, it was just kind of hard hitting. And it was, yes. like, yeah, it was like, we were, we we're going to have a conversation. So Sharon, you're watching this all kind of develop from the background. On, yes. on the, the you know front front row seats and the back side of things. Yeah. What what was what were you learning and thinking through this whole process? I thought it was impossible. I thought there's way too much eleventh commandment involved here. What's the eleventh commandment? Always be kind. If you don't have anything <laughs> nice to say, then don't say anything at all. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Which, and I don't teach my kids that. For for the record, it's not li- it's not in the Bible. It's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. You have my feelings. Yeah. I thought that there were a lot of, of people kind of freaking out, kind of s- spooked at the thought of being cast in the light of being the mean spirited one. Yeah. That's not what was happening. It's just like you said. It's a straightforward conversation without, you know, just cut to it. Yeah. We all know that there's a problem happening here. Let's find out what it is. Let's get to the heart of it. Let's talk about it. Yeah. And if you don't get to the heart of it, how can you decide which side you're on? Right. I mean, you have to know which side you're on. Well, I've been I've been watching uh, my wife this this last year. She's been getting into all sorts of podcasts and <laughs> uh, uh, you know, kind of digging in from now. you have yeah. your own podcast in. Uh, yeah. She's got, she's got the voice for listen. it. I just listen. <laughs> I'm, just a, I'm just a listener. Uh-huh. Get her a mic, Gabe. And it's provocative, though, isn't it? It makes you want to get in there after a while, after hearing all of the. You're like, yeah. that's not that doesn't I represent know. me. Uh, let me speak for myself. But but <laughs> so what? We'll let Annie do it. But Annie, <laughs> Annie, uh, you know, pretty much watched the whole James Lindsay interview with. Oh, Fallon. Oh uh, yeah, Sovereign Nations. The interview. Sovereign Nations interview. Yeah, Trojan horse. Trojan horse. Trojan horse stuff. One, yeah. two, and three. All of them. All oh, of them. yes. Yeah, my, my wife's been in it. it Salute. But then she's also been kind of going outside of our circles to like Candace Owens um, and she's some of these hiring. other. Um, what's the other uh, gal? Um, the unbelievable or un. Relatable? Un, no. Um, you mean Allie Beth? No. The other uh, unbelievable or the, the other podcast with the gal who was grew up or was all in the intersectionality. Oh, Unsafe Space? Un, unsafe Space. <laughs> unsafe Space. Like what's her name? One. Uh, it's Carrie something. I don't remember her last name, but unsafe space. It's, it's called space. unsafe space. Okay. Yeah, Carrie Can't and Carter. But she was she was in that world. She was like yeah. Rosaria Butterfield, but she in the a, uh, she was a social justice warrior. Okay. Yeah. like like hardcore. Yeah, what and, changed? It came out of it. Yeah, you remember um, what it was? No, I, she's told her. St- I actually heard her initially on. I don't know if you pay attention to Real Talk with Zuby, but I was listening to that podcast. And yeah. he interviewed her. Okay, and she was just talking about. The, you know the whole social justice world, and that's where she came from. At some point, she became a, a Christian, All right. but I don't. She came. She grew up in a Christian family and came back. Basically. Yeah, yeah, and then okay. kind of fell away in college. Did the whole social justice thing. I mean, like yes. she was big. She was like producing shows. I mean, she was wow. deep in. Yeah. Huh. Um, and now she's um, some kind of a evangelical Christian and um, talks about, you know. Her sister's got like ten kids and has this TV show or something. Where she came Christian, from. yeah, it's real interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's real interesting. Okay. They, talk about, they talk about a lot of stuff. But, but, he, but anyways, Annie's been kind of on this, uh, going outside of our circles and kind of following some of the narrative and some of the discussion on the social justice movement outside of Southern Baptist circles. Actually, although this girl that she just referenced actually came from Southern Baptist she did. world, yeah, okay. and everything right. got social justice and then came back uh, to the social <laughs> justice world. Any, anyways, um, I thought. We went and recently saw uh, Frozen oh, Two. Poor 
boy thing. And after Annie's, <laughs> uh, we took our kids why? to go see Frozen 2. Uh, well, because Frozen 1 wasn't that bad. It was good. Frozen yeah. 1 was a good, a good movie. You, you, you didn't know. feel the setup? No, no. <laughs> it's Disney. Um, but because Annie's been, it is Disney. But be, no, Frozen One was legit. It's yeah, fine. That's it's how they get yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It's the poopy <laughs> Twizzler. It's that's what, remember, remember the poopy Twizzler. I told yeah. you guys about that. No. Okay, so in our house we have a thing called the poopy Twizzler, and <laughs> that's right. So, I really want to know what that is. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, what, basically, what it is is that it's this Twizzler that is Twizzler on one side and poop on the other, and somewhere in the middle there's a transition, but you don't know it. And so you get the Twizzler part, and it tastes really good, and eventually gets salty. But you don't really, yeah, it's not that oh. bad. And as you keep going, and, but you, and oh. so they do it in such a way. Did you make that up yourself? Yes. And so they, they did. <laughs> yes, they, yes I did. How did you know? So, how did you know? I, so I don't know. It's not a real Twizzler. It's not a real, no, it's yeah. media. They don't really do that. No, it's your television. You it's, your, it's, it's frozen, right? They, and that's how they do. They get you. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the same thing as uh, desensitized jamming and conversion, yeah. but it's in the idea that the transition is slower than what you think it is, so that by the time you get done, you're like, how did I end up eating all of this? And it's because it didn't start off like that because it never does. Right. It's like the two-second lesbian kiss in the new Star Wars. That's exactly right. Right. Yeah, and th- that, that's just like... And they're like, it's only two seconds. They're ruining... They just ruined... George Lucas should have never gave it to Disney. Yes. Like, what was he doing? Please, George. Yeah, you know, he just ruined it. Like, that was never their thing. And now they're just con- perverted. I got pretty disinterested in Star Wars when they started obviously commercializing it. You that know. was after they. That was actually after the the first three. Yeah, he did. yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, I th- those then after the first three, they were okay. There's a couple that were okay, but after I'm, I wasn't even that interested in those. Anymore. The only reason I appreciate the second three was because what what George Lucas has done for technology for filmmakers yeah. transcends the the narrative of Star Wars. Like he's the one who's taking the leap on digital cameras and saying, "I'm gonna shoot my whole movie yeah. digitally before anybody else right. was." Right. So he's working out all the kinks that give us what we have basically in the technology to stabilize our iPhone and shoot digitally. Right. You know, so for me, George Lucas transcends the how Star bad Wars. Star Wars yeah, yeah. was yeah. the second set. Yeah. Yeah. So I appreciate him for far yeah. deeper reasons. So my, my whole my whole point that I was bringing up was yes. critical race theory and intersectionality has kind of like influenced. Everything. For, it's been doing year. it for a long time, and for a long time, but it's particularly, particularly, it's becoming more obvious this last year, yeah. and it's and it's everywhere. And when we went to see Frozen Two, Annie Annie just walked out and she was mad. Really? Yeah. So what did they do? I wasn't mad. Yeah, I just she was. Felt like it it's was okay, an Annie. hour and a half. It's a safe space. Be, be, be angry. I'm never. <laughs> I never am gonna get back. I just didn't like it. And that's all. Yeah. What, what well, was it that that made you? Well, I mean, I, number one, it really has nothing to do with this so much. It was just clunky. It was clunky and. Not cohesive and not as a hurt. filmmaker that hurts. Well, just... it just wasn't good. It just wasn't. It was just clunky and like they had. I felt like it was a movie with like a bunch of little sermonettes that that Ooh. they were very very obviously <laughs> trying to preach to yes. us and the children, yes. but they didn't even veil it a little bit. Right. And it's just kind of insulting as someone, their version of facing the giants. Like, what did you say? Their version of facing the giants. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, I just feel like if you're going to try to indoctrinate me and my kids, at least do it like subtly or like <laughs> Like the first Frozen, you know? It was catchy. It was subtle. It was clever. Let I'm it like, go. It was what it was, and I liked it. And so I was just, and so I went in with good intentions. I was like, Frozen, yes. You know, Olaf's funny. And then I just really didn't like it at yeah. all. And then there was a couple little lines that were really forced, you know, when I don't know, when that one guy was like, "Don't worry, my love isn't fragile." 
<laughs> I didn't make that up. He said yeah. that in the movie. Uh, it's I a true line. It's yeah. a true line. After after his girlfriend left him in the woods, not telling him where she was going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's you, just you a lot of yeah. I know. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no girl should do that. And she was like trying to justify it. Like it's okay. It's a terrible lesson. It's if, like no, that's how you get me too. If your boyfriend's one meadow over, you should get him, and he can help you. And that's just a better plan. <laughs> but I mean, that's so, my least. Yeah. That, that's and, small, and then they, they that's had the small. whole dynamic between like the Indians and the, and the white yeah, man. Yeah, there was and, definitely a, a big. And there was kind of a reparations thing where it's like we have to undo the terrible thing that we've done to the natives. How much we did? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they were just fitting it. It was I just obvious. To find out. It was just like very lightly veiled. Like let's fit every single social justice topic <laughs> into this frozen <laughs> sequel that we possibly can to the point that I couldn't even enjoy it. And that's all I wanted. I, you know, I yeah. don't want much. Did y'all see what happened? With J.K. Rowling, oh yeah, what happened? J.K. Rowling, oh yeah, she got yeah. Uh, she <laughs> she got slapped. So there's this de- this is story in the UK where this um, this pretty outspoken um, it's a feminist who's against the trans movement. Okay, and the, <laughs> wait, okay. wait, 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 like really? Oh, like really? Oh, this is exciting. And okay, she was okay. very outspoken, and she got fired from her company. And she sued her company. I guess her contract wasn't renewed, technically. And, <laughs> right. Um, and so she sued her company for wrongful termination or wrongful, you know, for, for letting her go because she was outspoken mm-hmm. against trans, tranny stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, It um, wasn't even just tranny stuff. She just said that a man can't become a right, woman. That's right, all she said. Yeah, right. She ain't like Well, this is the woman. Yeah. And, then, and, then, and then it went to the UK Supreme Court, the British Supreme yeah. Court, and the like, British really? Supreme Court sided with the company. No way. Against the of woman. Of course they And did. J.K. Rowling tweeted support for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, stand with, I forget the girl's name, but yeah. something, stand with so-and-so. Yeah. And, she, and, and J.K. Rowling said something like, uh, had like several statements, but actually said, um, uh, a, a, a man, you know, you can, you can wear whatever clothes you want to wear. That's right. But a... Yeah, um, marry a, whoever you want to. Marry whoever you want to. Do whatever so you want. So it's full of liberal yeah. stuff still. But at the end, she says something like, though, a biological man cannot become a woman. <laughs> she ain't lying either. No. What's wrong with these and, people? And, <laughs> and, and the world came apart. Over, oh. over rolling. Over yeah. rolling. I yeah. All, all the media outlets are like, uh, yeah. JK's off the, off the, off a rocker yeah. kind of. Transphobe. Transphobe. Yep. It's, all, all this stuff. Yeah. But, but this is, um, this is a, a, um, this is what, like, what happened in the French Revolution. Mm-hmm. The French Revolution is, you know, is this machine of a bloodbath. Yeah. That can't stop. Because yeah. there's, there's no logic to stopping it. Right. Mm-hmm. And if somebody in the middle says, let's stop here. Yeah, you're the next person that gets the guillotine. That gets canceled right. or yeah, gets the guillotine. And, and, and this, yeah. is, this is why Robespierre, who led most of the French Revolution, got killed. Ends up getting killed <laughs> yeah. on the guillotine because yeah. eventually he wasn't radical enough. He's like, "This is too much, guys. We got to stop here." Yeah. And they're like, "You're next." Yeah. And that's what's happening with Rowling. I mean, Rowling's, you know, she's all fine with homosexuality. She's yeah. fine with feminism. She's fine with you know all the sexual perversions. Yeah. And when and then she says. But I think this is too much, guys. Not good right. enough. And now she's going to get eaten. And they'll eat their own. And, and postmodernism drives that. Hmm. Like that's that's what drives that, right? And that's where we're at right How now. How so? Well, because right now, I mean, if my truth doesn't have to be objective, and so if my truth can be what it wants, as soon as it's, I'm offended, you don't like my truth, you don't buy into the truth, and yeah. therefore now you need to die. Right. right? And that's actually you're, how you're, you're getting in the way of my truth. Right, exactly. And so objective truth takes a side that would actually distinguish and make proper judgments between what's done and what's said. Right. Right? There's none of that. And this is why, I mean, so, I mean, 
the when you when you're doing uh, you know apologetics, popular apologetics, defense of the faith, yeah, uh, you know, and and you know one of the common ones you know you raise with people who are relativists to be like, so you are okay with racism, right? You are okay with Nazism, that's right, and and there's. And and they say no no of course not you're you're going crazy extreme and and then even some Christians will be like well that's kind of extreme yeah like really yeah kind of extreme like I mean we're we're talking now about you know cross dressing men in public libraries with little kids not extreme I mean right I mean it's like I mean <laughs> right. I mean yeah. and and, and it's wholesome <laughs> you can't um you can't say that's extreme you know that's too extreme yeah and so what do you do to protect that then now you got to get snipers on the top of a roof. That when a pastor shows up, yeah. it's not exaggeration right. to say you must die. Yeah. You know, because if you, once you, truth is not objective and I'm offended by what you do, then the way that I deal with how my, with my offense doesn't have to be objective either. Right? Well, <laughs> I, right. I can meet it at whatever level. So I'm going to put a sniper on the top of a well, building. Right. Or, to, or, or, you know, you burn a, a gay flag and you get 16 years in prison. 16 years. 16 years. Well, and you, you guys, uh, you, if you notice all these situations, um, are highlighting men in the moment. Right, not so, women. Not women. Like the drag <laughs> JK library. Rowling. You're rolling. J- JK Rowling. No, well, she gets run to the bus. But, but the problem is, protection anymore. is she's not getting hired. So who's getting hired at the libraries? Men. men. Right, who's getting hired in all these circumstances? Push, you're saying it's pushing women out. Is yeah, exactly, is yes. what I'm saying. Is all, you know, it's, it's just pushing the, the, the feminist away from in the, the whole. In the name of rights. In the name of, in the name of sexual liberty or in the name of transgenderism. Well, you know, one of the everything. things, I, um. The fight, the, the biggest fight in the transgender movement is not women trying to be men. It's men trying to be women. Right. Men trying to get into women's locker rooms. That's Which right. Is so That's offensive. Right. It's yeah. so offensive. Yeah. Or, or women's bathrooms. Yeah. Or library drag hour. Right. You know. It's I'm, so offensive. Well, this gets back to the way, the, the um, Pastor Doug's pointed this out a number of times, but um, the thing that drives feminism and the thing that drives all this stuff is perverse men. Mm-hmm. Right. You you cannot escape in the world that God made the fact that men lead. That's right. Men never mm-hmm. stop leaving, leading. Yeah. Um, even the ones who um, go limp, who go um, you know drag, who go trans, who go homo, whatever, mm-hmm. they're still leading and they will still dominate a culture and the women will get crushed. And taken advantage of, right. even even when they are doing it in all kinds of you know sort of claiming to go the other way, right. cl- claiming that you know oh we want to empower women. Well, what do they want to empower them to do? We want to empower them to get them out of the house. Why? Well, so that they're easier to prey upon. Mm. Right? That's I mean, right. And their children also. Right. And, and they have nobody to protect them anymore. Yeah. Right. Um, now we can take advantage of them. Now we you know we need more women as CEOs. <laughs> yeah. Why? Well, so that the men who run the companies can. Order them around right. and make them their slaves. Right. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, it's it's slavery. Yeah. Instead of being um, submitting to one man, you're submitting to right. a whole board right. of and, and a man yeah. and a man yeah. who's sworn to protect you. Yeah. And uh, protect your dignity and provide for you and provide for your children. Right. Um, instead of that, we want to we want to force vulnerability. Okay. So, how did we get from founders to here? <laughs> right. How how are we all of a sudden we're, we're, we started off talking about this doc. I don't know. It and was, we jumped pretty it was quick. The woman thing. It, it was dark, and you gave us scotch. <laughs> no. And, <laughs> no, but uh, I think my, my point is with the connection. With the yeah. question the is, it's, it's it's all connected. Yeah. And the and the church, I don't think, has done a good well processing um, how yes. critical how resolution number nine, what that means to the libraries. Well, and, right? and I think too, um, what we're seeing in the culture is a culture that's been permeated for the last forty fifty years with 
critical race theory as the ideology and intersectionality as the standard by which it operates. And so what we've seen, what we're seeing is the culture fall apart because of those things. And we're seeing the Southern Baptist Convention in one way or another has has not had that infiltrated. It's been yeah. fine. And if that's hitting at the Southern Baptist Convention, I think my my take on this is that it's the last standing conservative Christian denomination that has that can put up a fight against it. It's the last thing. And, and so that fact that it's seeping in, we're saying that's a big dam that's going to break. Yeah, right. You know, right. And, and if that and if that damn breaks, if we already got the rest of the culture looking like that, you got to remember, like President Trump ultimately was put in office by people like, by the by Southern Baptist institution. Yeah. You know, like that's that's the biggest biggest voting block right. for Trump. 50. Yeah. What is it? 50, 50,000 churches, churches, 15, so 15 million, million people. Yeah, yeah. And, and while I know all those 15 million people aren't accounted for as Southern Baptist churches, there's still an ideology and a worldview that they permeate even to those people that claim Southern well, Baptist. And you aren't positions. even counting independent Baptist churches. Sure. They're all influenced still sure. by SBC right. at some level. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. I'm with yeah, Some of them might want to burn it down, though. But yeah. Yeah. yeah right, right, say right. Right, we all are. And one way or another, that's what messed me up was being at the Southern Baptist Convention. I felt like I needed to give those jokers an offering for protecting and standing up. Even though I disagree with how they do their church government, I might disagree with them on a, a host of other issues. Well, they kind of let you in on their church government. Uh, well, too. you know. <laughs> how many times did you vote? Huh? How many times did you vote? I may or may not have voted. <laughs> <laughs> and it might have been only during Resolution 9. Uh-oh. Or it might not Uh-oh. have. Uh-oh. I don't know. Yeah. Now, but, connect the dots for us, though. I, I want to know. How much was your black vote ca- count for Resolution number 9? <laughs> at least, you know, at like, least six white people. <laughs> it counts for at least six white people, if we must know. So, no. But connect the dots. So critical race theory. We were just talking about, um, you know, drag queen story hour. Right. J.K. Rowling getting, you know, run uh, canceled, canceled by the by the trans Gestapo. Right. Um, what um, what's what's the connection between critical race theory and this stuff? Well, the, the idea of critical race theory ultimately is to find people that have um, that are oppressed. It critiques oppressions and say the people the reason that these people are not doing good is because they're oppressed. Right. So if you don't have um, picket, if you don't have a 6K figure right. in financial. So, so it could be financial, financial, it could be racial. It could be, yeah, it doesn't matter. Sex, um, gender, the reason age, why you're The reason why age, yeah. that, that you're having a problem in the culture and the world is because you're an oppressed class of people. Right. And what needs to happen is that the oppressed class of people need to come together to basically overthrow those people in particular positions of power. Right. And the way to right. do that is not necessarily like a, 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 natural, a natural revolt. Right. It's just um, showing them that they themselves are morally um, compromised right. because they don't see you as you need right. to be seen. And, they, and then get them to hand you over right. the keys to the to This the was kingdom. something in the, in, the, in, the, in, the yeah, do, yeah. in the doc, in the synodoc that you made, the, the section where uh, Dr. Glenn Sunshine Trace this was blowing sunshine. Was well, no, I mean that was the opposite of. Blow, I, mean, I mean, it was bringing sunshine. It was brought. I, mean, I, yeah. think brought said, sunshine. I think the kids say it was lit. Uh-huh. It was fire. Yeah, but but he the the connection he made between how there's the original Marxism. Yeah, Marxism itself was primarily um, financial, economic in nature. You have lower class. You know, bourgeois and upper class and so on. And so the struggle's there, and that's where the revolution needs to take place. But then he connects the dots, which I never quite connected before, to Gramsci, Gramsci, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who, who said it's not just financial, but it's all the power structures. Yep. 
the hegemony. Hegemony, yeah. Um, and so anybody who has power, so male has power, white has power, right. rich has power, heterosexual. heterosexual has power, right, exactly. Yeah. And so all the, so now it's, it's taken the Marxist framework, yes. but now completely applied it across the whole spectrum of possible. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but it then makes sense. Right. Yeah. Why then you can't, like if, if JK Rowling suddenly says, all right, we're going to stop here. She's getting in the way of the whole program. Yeah, that's right. She's right. getting in the way of the whole revolution, which is no, no, they're oppressed people. Right. And, and now you're trying to keep your power. You just encamp- yeah, yeah, you, you, just, yeah, you, you rich woman. Yeah. You, you rich white woman. You stepped in the right. line of an, op- of oppressors. And you need to That's what keep, you're doing. keep handing over the power. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You were doing good as so long as you supported us. As soon right. as you stopped, look right. at you. Yeah. Yeah. You need sold out. So she can keep her 500 million copies. Right. Yeah. Well, well, no. <laughs> She'll walk away. She has All to right. now split it. Right, Levitical code for them is now. Well, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see though, because yeah. she might repent. Yeah, is she, I right. was gonna say, is she apologize yet? Uh, yeah, I was gonna say like that's, that, that, that's what that's the, what Doug has been getting at for years though. That's why the apology game is so important because yeah. now yeah. you're seeing where your allegiances are as relates to. Right. Uh, you're right. How I see the world, but that's why it's so dangerous because this changes biblical anthropology. Right. How how you see the world and what makes you sinful has now been changed. Right. right. And and so yeah. and what original sin is now is being born white with power and success. Well, and I, and I think yeah. it gets even more it gets more challenging for Christians. And this goes back to the eleventh commandment thing that Sharon was just talking about a little while ago. Is that it is you as Christians you're trained to be um, gracious, right. to be kind, to be tender hearted. Right, I mean that's the, and that's a lot of the DNA and, being a Christian, and, and, those, yep. are, and those are yep. biblical. There are, yep. Those are fruits of the spirit, and this, right. and we are we must be tenderhearted. We must be quick to forgive. We must be quick to confess our sins. But what happens is that gets played. Yeah. Yes, it does. And 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 that requirement can be weaponized against us as it is being right now. Exactly, and and so particularly <laughs> where maybe real wrongs have happened. That's yeah. right. And so you know maybe it's racial um, sin, right. maybe it's ab- sexual abuse. Yep. Maybe it's, you know, real greed and, and, you know, sort of the, the, the capitalistic, the you know, being, being, um, uh, materialistic or whatever, um, and crushing people. Yeah. And yes. then what, but then rather than going and saying, okay, there's a real wrong that's happened. What does God's word say about that's dealing right. with this problem? Let's, ca- let's, let's go back to the standard. Let's deal with it the way God says to deal with it. Um, what happens is you have ordained pastors saying, yep. you need to just say you're sorry. Until they say it's enough. Yeah. There right. you go. You, you, it it hurts your feelings, so you need to keep saying sorry. Keep okay. saying sorry. Or, or, or I, I got know a question the, for Jenny real quick. Or, or you know what the real problem is? What's that? The real problem is that it's me. I'm a racist, and so that's why you're not doing well in the world. Yeah. Right. And, and the reason I hate that, and I'll, I'll let you jump in a second. Yeah, yeah. The reason this really, really bothers me is because it's robbing. It, it's not true about God's world. The right. way that God's world operates is like the the one who is covenantly faithful over time is the one who breeds success, mm-hmm. even in the sense of persecution. Right, but they're right. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so so mm-hmm. then what they're saying is you can't ever get to a place where you're at not being persecuted if you believe that. Right, but that's not how God's world is designed. God's right. world has always been. If you look at the Old Testament, God's people have always been under some sort of persecution or some sort of uh, fight. But as they were covenantly faithful to God and cried, out, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, He hears us. Deliver. He answers. Yeah. And he delivers. He knows how to deal with people who are actually really oppressing you you don't have to try and power grab for this you need to be submissive to god obey god's word and then that is what changes us everything and it changes in a way where there's real forgiveness yeah. where there's true 
um, even in restoration, heart, even in hardship. And I, I like what you're getting at yeah. here. So rather than and there's, and there's two sides of this, of course, is the is the, those who maybe sometimes are blessed by God, yeah, and being able to receive blessing from God with gratitude and not then. Um, be, people um, uh, being allowed to hate that and envy that and, and so yeah, on yeah, yeah. and call that the hegemony yeah. yes. because God bless yeah. somebody. Yeah. Or the flip side is that sometimes people really do are um, have less, yeah. um, have been mistreated, yes. have been wronged, and and the ability to, to recognize that in God's providence, even that can still be blessed. Yeah. That's right. Um, I was, it reminds me, of, I was uh, listening to uh, Micah this morning, and uh, in, in there he's talking about uh, people going into exile and he says when they go into exile, I mean, it's, Micah's a fierce book. I mean, there's a bunch of judgment in there on, yeah. on the wickedness of, of, of the people. We were just going through that, but, weren't we? But, he's, yeah. but he says he's going to scatter them to the nations. And then he says, and then, and he says, and you will be like dew on the ground in the nations. <laughs> and, and you're like, Whoa. wait a second, what? <laughs> and, and, but I'm going to scatter you to the nations in my wrath, yeah. and you will be like dew on the ground. Yeah. Among okay. the nations. So even in the midst of that wrath, even in the midst of that judgment, Grace. God's still thinking about all the nations and saying, and I know that you're going to, it's like, you know, I'm just scattering, you know, candy corn. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, you yeah. know it's like rain. I'm yeah. going to make it rain on all this yeah. dry land, even as I'm scattering you because you're so wicked. Yeah. I know that many of you are going to still be a blessing to everybody right. where, or if you land all yeah. through the nations yeah. um, and it's going to be for their good. And it, and it ultimately yeah. was. I mean, we, don't, we don't like that story. Right. We don't no. like being that. Right. You know, that's not yeah. how we want to. Yeah, yeah, we want to. We, we want to say, but, you know, God, how do you do that? You know, why, why are you doing that? That's, that's unjust. Yeah. God uh-huh. says, I'm God. Yeah. And I can do whatever I want. <laughs> One of the things that um, somebody was asking me, I think, earlier today, how do you deal with having seven kids? How do you provide for seven kids? And one of the things that I think, and, um, you can jump in here anytime you want. But one of the things I said, because um, <laughs> you're having the seventh yeah, right now. She's having the seventh one right now. But I said, um, the way you provide for them is not complaining. Like that's how you because no matter yeah. what situation we've been in, yeah. I've seen the complaining of the situation draw things up yeah. where it, it gets shorter and tighter. And then I see having hardly anything and God blesses that and it goes far and wide. Yeah. And I've seen our attitude to whatever situation God has put it in almost control the situation <laughs> more than, you know, and so yeah. don't complain. Yeah. Don't I was like first Corinthians ten. You know, don't complain. Don't be right. like your forefathers who tempted me. Right. And they complain. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and they got judgment. And like don't complain. That's the answer, I think, to anybody who finds himself in a situation right. where they're being treated unfairly right. or not right at all. Like, don't complain. Praise God, you're in yeah. the hole and then Right. But God, the, but God the does judge rightly, though. The difference, though, is is that when you do that, Knox, that means that you have to trust God, right? Yeah. yeah, right. Rather than and really trust, rather than grabbing for power, right, right. Rather than trying to grab for your rights, right. You're you're giving up your rights, and you're saying, God, I'm going to trust you. That's right. uh, in First Peter, it says that 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 Jesus, and it's in the context actually of of encouraging slaves in, in first right. Peter two, um, uh, that even if you're, you're mistreated, uh, even especially when you've done right, um, uh, for, to this, you were called because Christ right. suffered just like you, you were suffering. And he, and he says, and he did it by entrusting himself to the one who judges justly. Right. Yeah. Amen. And so, and so Amen. if you want biblical justice, you want biblical vindication, then that means entrusting yourself to God yep. who judges justly. He vindicates either now in his good timing yeah. or at the end. Yep. So, so I got, I got a question that I want to kind of maybe bring this back. Um, Toby earlier was talking about, um, you know, persecution and, 
and uh, how we need to be kind of basically courageous with our culture and everything. And and Jenny, you're married to a pastor, <laughs> and and Toby, every once in a while, every other day, writes a blog post, <laughs> or uh, you know, even on cross politic, we'll, we'll we'll say controversial things, and, and Toby nah, will get a lot of blowback. Rocks at people. <laughs> how how is a pastor's wife? Do you think about those things, or or let's say Toby's telling you about a blog post that he's going to post, and it's probably going to light some things on fire yeah, some and and mm-hmm. do you hold your breath do you tell toby please don't do it <laughs> how do you handle that as a pastor's wife well i think over the years i've learned um well, i guess the phrase that i just think of is fix my eyes on jesus and mm-hmm. i don't really worry <laughs> <laughs> and you just start praying <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah i don't think i i don't think i ride that get on the roller coaster yeah or or really you know, I get. I think it could, if I wanted to, like read all the comments, and you could get sucked onto it. Yeah. You yeah, can. but I think it's just seeing the bigger picture and trusting the Lord. And I don't know. I think not being afraid and yeah, and keeping my eyes on Jesus and yeah. know, knowing who this man is, I'm married to, and yeah, that's huge. Who he's called to, and mm, so, right. I don't know. Does that? <laughs> no, that's you know, that's, that's really that? good. I, wanna, I mean, that, I want to ask another question too, but I want to do it the other way around. One of the things that I've seen in this battle with dealing with founders and some of the things that's going on there and watching certain people uh, connect or fall away from founders in one way or another. Um, how do you, knowing that you're in a battle, help your wife understand, baby, we're about to go through this? Because I think there is something to like telling your family um, or teaching your family what it's like to go through some of these things. Because I've, I've watched guys have not disciple their families, and then because of that, that pushes them in a particular position. Or splits them. Or, or, yeah, or splits yeah. them, you know, or even people that are in battle with us, we don't disciple them to say, okay, this is going to be dramatic, get ready. Or they don't know, I, I think I heard somebody else say this on the show, I think it was Jake over at Cannon um, say, uh, we don't know how to fight well together yeah. or, or disagree with each other. And But how do you, what are way, things that you do to encourage, disciple, and then to um, let let your wife know and let your family know this is what success looks like? Well, I think, I mean, honestly, I think in our case, maybe other pastors, families, other pastors have uh, gone in with their eyes wide open, a lot more wide open. I, I think in our case, I mean, a ton of it has been the grace of God yeah. in little things over a long time. Yeah. And it's mm. only sort of in the middle of it or afterwards that you look back and you just think, Oh. oh, wow. That was actually something. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was that was huge. And yeah. so, so I, I mean, I think, you know, as you go and you grow and you mature and you go through new things, uh, you know, you're, you're more aware each, you know, sort of each wave, you know, every yeah. time, you know, it, it starts, you know, getting heavy again. You think, okay, we're at that point again. And, yeah. and, we, and we can refer back to previous experiences and so on. But I, I would say the most significant stuff, honestly, isn't really talking about the crisis so much as it is the day-to-day uh-huh. faithfulness. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, Which looks like. I, I, um, I think of things just like, it's like keeping short accounts. It's like having, yeah. you know, no, uh, no hard feelings between one another, being in fellowship, um, having a joyful dinner table yeah. um, where we're, you know, where we're laughing and now. talking with our kids, where we're, Come on you know, um, we sing together, we read the Bible together, we pray together, we laugh together, yeah. we joke together. Um, I, I mean, I think that's been the most significant stuff has just been that we really like being with one another. Um, we, we love, you know, we love our kids, our kids love us. Right. Um, and, and that's, I mean, but 
that's not something that you just you don't flip a switch on that. Right. That's uh, just day to day. You till, you till that ground. Yeah, that's that's just yeah. gardening. And, right. and and the way you you grow that fruit in your garden is is just eating dinner together. Yeah. And, Amen. And, and and you know, I mean er- So 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 basically you're saying that what, when the troubles and the drama comes, it points to what you've been doing on a daily yeah. basis. Yeah. What you've been growing. Yeah, because yeah. 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 what happened? I mean, we, we, you know, and, and the big, you know, the big waves come, and you know, and you feel it, and you, you know, you, you lose friends, or somebody leaves the church, or someone, you know, is attacking you online, or whatever, and you feel it, and you talk about it, and so on. But, but I think it, if if there was turmoil at home, or there wasn't, uh, there wasn't closeness, more. right? I mean, I think that that kind of thing would just blow you apart. Yeah. Um, but we, I mean, I think, you know, I think probably me, one of maybe one of the more, um, we've told the story before on our, on our, on this podcast, but I think going way back, I think one of the most significant things for our, our family life and marriage was the birth of our third daughter, uh, at the end of seminary where she was premature. Tovia. And, Tovia. And, and, uh, and she, you know, it was, we lost a baby and we, it was twins and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And we, I've told the story before on, on, on the show, but, yeah. um, you know, we, I remember talking. There was a social worker at the hospital, and and they were they came to check on us while we were you know there one time, and <laughs> and they and they gave us some crazy stat like you know some huge percentage of um, divorces marriages happen, yeah, end right. in divorce after this after a, yeah. um, a a lengthy hospitalization. Whoa! Uh, especially like a premature child, uh, the, uh, uh, also called a trial. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Trial. And, and but you know, we had we had prayed been that was the year that we were basically kind of finally going into um you know, I was finishing school. I was pastoring, but I was going to I was taking a new call to come back here. I was going to be a pastor, and we've been praying, Lord, prepare us for ministry. Prepare us for ministry. And the Lord was like, "Okay. Here you go." And and gave us this yeah. pretty significant trial. I'm, you know, I'm pastoring a church. I'm finishing the last semester of seminary. Um, you know, we lose a baby. We have one premature sick yes. for eight weeks in the hospital. My wife's sick in the hospital. Yeah, we were helpless. My mother-in-law is living with us, trying to help wow. us with the two little ones. And but I, but <laughs> honestly, I mean, it was it was intense, but it, it wasn't by God's grace. It wasn't overwhelming. Yeah, I mean, it was hard. Yeah, it was difficult. And yet, um, we rode like he held us up through the yeah. whole thing. Amen. And, and, and totally yeah. answered that prayer. And, and such that, um, I think that was one of the probably early crises that he put us through, um, where, you know, we just, to the best of our ability and by the grace of God, we just kept Rolling on walking. Right. We kept on you know, praying and singing and eating dinner together and, and, you know, laughing with the kids and just doing yeah. as much as we could, as normal as we could. Even in that trial. Even in that yeah. trial. And such that, and every sub- subsequent one where there's been, you know, again, other difficulties in the church or public, you know, crises or whatever. That's right. outside. Whatever. It's, you know, the, the same, I think the same, um, it's the same thing. Yeah. You, okay. just, you just, you just keep, you just keep fixing your eyes on Jesus. Yeah. And when your eyes are fixed on Jesus, then you go home and you eat dinner. Yeah. And you. And Jesus is still there. And, and um, right. Can you can still at the table. Go tell ahead. him about the dinner with Sierra Wiley this last year. Oh, sure. That was just a, a and just another Neat thing that happened. Yeah, I mean, just a little. I mean, uh, Jared Longshore, speaking of founders. So oh, yeah, right. Jared, Jared you're on the show two times, brother. Yeah. Um, he, you owe us money at this <laughs> point. Free advertising. He gave us shirts. Yeah. 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 Grace Agenda. Uh, Grace Agenda. We're selling our house. It was a Grace Agenda. Yeah, we're going. Ten, day, ten days out from closing. Mm-hmm. And we get a phone call from Jared, who's staying at our house because we'd already moved out into our temporary place, which is my mom's. But <laughs> we, Thanks, Mom. But, we love Mom. But we. Um, Jared called and said, 
there's water in the basement. And we're 10 <laughs> days out from closing. The house is flooding. We're, we're headed out to dinner with C.R. Wiley and, and Marla. And we don't, and, and we just felt like the wind had been knocked out of us. We thought, what are we going to do? 10 days from closing. And we're like, oh no, is, like, what, this, is the sale going to fall, the deal fall through? Yeah. And then also, you know, just what are we going to, what are we going to do? We need to yeah. re- deal with this. Jared was kind of handling this. So we, we got to dinner with them and it was really neat to sit down and talk with, his wife Marla and I we just shared our both our whole stories my our our father's passing our jobs teaching losing children having children and I just had to sit there and I had we had said nothing about what was going on at the house that we had just heard about and we were just trying to process what do we do about this tonight what does this mean we don't know and we had to just recount all our stories and I thought this is just some water in a basement. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but, yeah. The, but notice how the Lord did that. Yeah. The Lord yeah. arranged that we we're going to have dinner with Chris and Marla Wiley yeah. uh-huh. down at Lodgepole, and we're going to sit there. And in order to be good friends and guests and hosts, yes. we're going to tell our story. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. right. And, and that's and and that's what tell that's what goodness. the Lord wants us to do every Sunday. Yeah. I mean, every Sunday is God's get together. Nice. Now remember the whole story. That's Amen. Right. Remember yeah. the whole story. Yeah. Yeah. So, because because tell as you tell him. the whole story, you're like, God what? damn faithful. What's, <laughs> what's water what's in the, the big deal? <laughs> That's really good. What but we have upset about? That reminds me of when we had Timothy Brendel on. I was we were doing that live show. Brendel me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, but you know, this goes back to what you were saying on the show. Then I was I'm always talking about how the fact that we didn't have the foundations that I would have loved that, that my kids are getting that I, man, we, we, we didn't have covenant faithfulness over time, you know, in our family. Yeah. And then in one of those moments you said, but you do yeah, because you're a part of a covenant. Yeah. And for me, it, I, my head, my Rolodex, if anybody knows what that still is, just started <laughs> flipping a Black book. All these stories. I'm connected to Abraham. I'm yeah. connected to Moses. I'm yeah. connected. And all these mm-hmm. faithful men of God and the, 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 the household of faith that I was connected to and the fathers yeah. that I had through yep. that. And all of a sudden, yeah. well, I got everything I need. Yeah. And then the yeah. story is yeah. there. Yeah. Next, t- next time you're having a faith crisis, go read Matthew chapter one. Yeah. Right. That's, That's your right. right. That's your yeah. family. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, I want to answer this question a little bit differently for, for me and Annie. Um, you know, Toby and Jenny are nice people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 they're just, yeah. they're okay. just nice Truly people. Just for all my enemies out there, you hear that? Yeah. Especially Jenny. To all especially, my haters. I'm not as nice as Jenny. Jenny. Yeah. Jenny's so sweet. You know, I, yeah. She's a good wife. You know, one of, the, one of the reasons why we're scared to fight in the world is because we're scared to fight in our marriages. Um, you know, me and Annie, we were, we're tight. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What, 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 can you say that? You need, you need, you need some counsel. Oh, well, I'm going to say what You know, me and Annie, we have a we have very type A. We're both type A personalities. Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. Did you, did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> when I tell you we're doing something, we're doing it. <laughs> right, Knox? <laughs> and and so, you know, over, I'd say like the first, I mean, I remember like like six months into our our first year of marriage blood was drawn like how bad she hit like you? i was bleeding he's looking like yeah i was broken you're not no. talking about one of those red cross vans <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're fighters yeah we're we're, we're we fighters fight, we fight things out and 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 so uh, but it's been i think really good for both of us you know one thing's i mean toby's point about keeping short accounts especially for a marriage like ours where you, you get in a discussion and it turns into a disagreement and then it turns into an argument and, and then, you know, you're trying to work it out. Well, it's like you don't go to bed and you don't let the sun go down on your anger. You don't go to bed out of fellowship as best you can, right. you know, and you definitely pray together before you go to bed. 
and, you know, kind of stuff. And so, uh, I think over the course of our marriage, being able to, um, not let walls build in your marriage has been really key for us. And, and what happens is what's happened in the, in the church is, is we've stopped fighting and then all these walls start building and then we don't want to discuss, um, you know, critical race theory or we don't want to discuss, um, you know, the qualifications of an elder or whatever, you, you know, federal vision or whatever you want to you know, insert topic here. Right. And it, and it's because the church long ago has stopped um, uh, wanting to, to work out the issues in, in its church. Right. And so I think, I think for us, you know, I agree with, you know, 15 years of, we're going on our 15 year, 15th year of marriage. Um, we're a Bible reading family. Um, we, you know, eat dinner every night, you know, all the basic fellowship aspects of grooming and nourishing your family and then going through a controversy or being on cross politic or being a part of Christ. I mean, just being part of Christ church, I yeah, mean, yeah. being part of Christ church, you're signing on for something, right? Yeah. There's, there's people in our yeah, community, for the warning. there's people in our community <laughs> who love Christ church, who won't go there because it means something yeah. for their faith. It means something for their relationships. It means something for their business, whatever. Always having the answer, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, and so I think that has been, uh, you know, huge for us is um, being able to not let walls build on our marriage and being able to, you know, have room to work through serious disagreement. I think of, I think of you know, Christian fighting. When we talk about Christian fighting, whether it's, you know, the, the kind of, the kind of wrestling that you have to do in your marriage or on an elder board, mm-hmm. uh, or at church or community or whatever, think, think of Jacob wrestling with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what's coming to mind. Ja- yeah, Jacob, right. Jacob was a fighter and people don't like that about Jacob because, you know, he's rough around the edges and got in trouble and, you know, all this kind of His stuff. His middle name. On, on the re- oh. It's my middle name. <laughs> But, God writes the best stories. <laughs> but, 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 but that's crazy. Jacob fought with God. But but Jacob right. fought with yeah. God. I mean, and, and so and and you think, no, you can't do that. You know, so, so some, you know somebody's like yeah. listening to Gabe, like no, 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 Gabe, you can't fight with your wife. Yeah, right, right. right. Well, of course, there's sinful fighting with your wife that uh, yeah, a man yeah. must right. not do. And right. and it usually is involved. And, and, in that. and, and there can be <laughs> yeah, sin in right. that. But yeah. but there is a there is a principle there that's right on the money. And I think, it, and you say no. We we are called to fight with God, even, yeah. and, and and wrestle with God, right? And and Jacob refuses to let God go. That's right. Bless him un, until God will bless him. Yeah. And then God, you know, the angel of the Lord, you know, strikes him on the hip, and he's gonna limp for the rest of his Here's life. Here's your blessing. Boom. Pop. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he got that blessing. Um, but that's that's a that's a um, that's what we mean by. Fighting, fighting. yeah. So about yeah, fighting, sure. we're, we're yeah. talking about wrestling um, with uh, for the truth, wrestling for um, imaginations. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh, uh, fighting for um, victory in yeah. Christ, in holiness and godliness, and victory over sin. Yeah. Well, this is, I mean, you know, Annie's a long-suffering woman. I mean, how do you? How do you? We know. How, how's the we, put we it? All you know? uh, we all are. We all are. Baby, baby, you could like be a little more complimentary. You know what I'm saying? We asked her, how does she survive this? She's like, I'm long suffering. They've all been watching for a long time. They know. And, um, you know, so Annie hasn't, um, uh, you know, been, uh, you know, how do you, you know, frustrated through the whole process. I mean, there's times where it's been frustrating for sure, but Annie's been long suffering and wanting to work through it with me. Yeah. Right. You know, it's like if, if you guys aren't battle tested in your house and in your bedroom, 
then how are you going to be able to walk through what just happened this last year with you, with you two and founders and, and the whole documentary and well, everything that's been swirling around? All this is really, really right. good, Gabe. And I think one of the, the, I think maybe this is where you're headed, but one of the things that it, 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 um, it, it's, it strikes me that this is where we are particularly vulnerable as a church. Yeah, um, absolutely. Men yeah. are not able and willing to fight. Yeah. The public battles that they need to fight as pastors and elders and men. That's right. Because they have not been strong in the right ways in their families. Right. And mm-hmm. so they know that if they get shot at, yeah. um, yep. it, the, they're already on, on, on. That's right. It's going to topple over. Now. It's going to topple over. There's cracks already yeah. in their foundation. Yeah. And, but whereas men who are faithful in little things, in confessing their sins, keeping short accounts, mm-hmm. um, having a strong relationship, not letting those walls build that you're talking about, Gabe. Yep. Um, you know you've got a strong foundation. And so the, the it, it allows us to go out and face things. Right. And, and, and you think, it's all right. I got a castle. That's right. Right. I, I got, I got, I got, I'm a wife. I got kids. I got, a, I got elders. I got, I got a church. That's right. Um, well, and for me, I, I have a castle because Annie's been so faithful in working, building, help me build the castle. Absolutely. Right. Uh, yeah, no, there's no, there's no castle right. without right. the, the, uh, the queen. Right. Uh, the queen. <laughs> right. Yeah. Amen. But that's, but it, that's the, that's the bedrock. And then, yeah. and then you've got the church. Right. Castle as well. You got that's the community right. castle as well. But all of that Support. goes together because um, that's that's what enables you then. I mean, obviously, fundamentally, it's Christ. Amen. Fundamentally, it's fixing your eyes on Christ. And it's, mm-hmm. and it's you know, if everybody is unfaithful, God will be faithful. Right. Yeah. Ultimately, it's that. Yeah. And then practically, but, right? But practically, as you live it out, I mean, this mm-hmm. was one thing um, to to have, you know, nobody and stand firm. But it's, yeah. it's another thing entirely to have wife kids church community or stand right. there with you yep. and that's right and then you face enemies and that's you right. say i'm not alone right yeah, i'm right. i'm here with the people of god yeah. that's yeah. right and they got my back yeah. and and then and ultimately where we're going is our children are gonna be fighting with us yes. in the gates exactly that's right that's yeah. ultimately where this is going that. right right yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and people you know read that psalm or sing that song if they're if they're lucky hopefully and, they sing it and have no idea <laughs> yeah. what it means right it's true they will stand with, speak with your enemies in the gates. Yeah. What, what, what is that? It must be something Old Testament. Old Testament. Like, no, I mean, you have enemies, right? You have, you have people, you know, that you're, you're, you know, you're doing good to, that you're loving, yeah. and you're fighting in a godly way. Yeah. Right. Um, Can let me speak to that real quick. It's, it's just going back to founders a little bit. When Tom Askell passed out mm-hmm. while he was ministering his church, one of the things that I, that that scripture rang loud to me in that moment. Um, the man and how he's managed his family and taken care of his kids and raised them to fear the Lord. Yeah. At that moment, I saw all of his work uh-huh. at that very much. So he's, he's got six children. I think one was out of town and, uh-huh. and there were five that were there. Four uh-huh. of them are married. And so you got eight, nine, you know, just, just a yeah. huge army yeah. right there yeah. and watching them go into motion and take care of dad, do this, manage that. Okay. Is the church going to be all right? You know, all these things and the elders yeah. were there too, but just the fact that they were yeah. managing him and the things that he knows the God's <laughs> work that he was concerned about. And then, you know, who's going to go to the hospital with dad? Who's going to pick up mom? And then watching them come in and do all that, I was like, that's why you have good. That's how you have a lot of kids. He had an army. And it wasn't just that he had a lot of kids. He trained them to love the Lord. So they love the fact that church was still important. Dad's out right now, but dad's heart is the Lord Jesus Christ. And so make sure that his people are served and fed. You know, and so they were, but they have duties there. They're running to make sure those things are done. Okay, who's going to watch the kids? And it wasn't like, I think there's a way to have kind of panic, 
you know, it wasn't a panic no, thing. It no. was it was like was, soldiers who had been trained. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And they, 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 they know bullets are flying. They know dad's laying on the ground. We're going to take care of him. We're going to take care of all the things around. And it wasn't, you know, no one was, oh, what are we going to do? It was none of yeah, that. Right. It was his children functioning up. I was like, praise God for him. And, and, that's, and, that's, and that's what it's like, I think, when, by the grace of God, when, when you lay down that solid foundation, when yeah. you, just, you, you just simply you believe God and you obey him every day. Just believe God and you, do, and you just Trust him, and you sounds so basic. Put right? One foot in front of yeah. the other, and you love your wife, mm. respect your husband, you confess your sins, you forgive one another, you love your children, you sing together, you worship God together. When you do that, by the grace of God, every crisis, mm. every fight, everything, every trial, is like that. It's like now we go to battle. Yep. And it's, we know what to it's do. It's not panic time. Yep. It's it's not really. Because you know, this is all in the Lord's hands. That's it's right. all in our Father's hands. He's got all this. And so let's get busy. Yeah. Let's get busy. Yeah. Amen. Well, if you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. 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 The baptism of disciples alone. I guess they're pretty <laughs> baptized. <laughs> <laughs> we only baptize disciples too. Hey. 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 <laughs>